the Riviera sound of Hospital Radio for Torbay with the best in music and conversation. Good afternoon, this is Studio One, uh, Paul here. I'm joined today by Paul Norrish, uh, who's the Donations Manager for the uh, NHS Foundation Trust, and Simon Cully, who is with Engaging Communities South West. And uh, Paul and uh, Simon are going to have a little chat, and I'm going to sit back and just enjoy it. Oh, Paul, you, you just sit back and relax. Um, when we were preparing for this, I realised you had to be called Paul, so it's, uh, it's nice to be here. Um, thanks very much again to Torbay Hospital Radio for inviting us into the studio. Um, as Paul said, my name is Paul, and I am. We, me and Naomi are in the studio. It's like Penn and Teller. I do all the talking, and she doesn't say a lot. Um, she's not even brave enough now. Um, but Torbay Hospital does have one of the tiniest NHS charities in the country, um, and it's great to be here. And we've realised um, we have some great organisations in the Bay, and what we wanted to do with this unique slot is invite the first of them in. Um, so I'm pleased to be joined by Simon Cully. Um, just to give you a bit of background, don't Donations were made to support the NHS during the COVID-19 pandemic, and they are now reaching local communities across the country. Eight organisations in Devon are sharing or receiving a share of half a million pounds as part of the NHS Charities Together Community Partnership Grants. And the aim of these grants was to improve the health for communities adversely affected by COVID-19 and to help alleviate pressure on frontline NHS services whilst it responded and recovers from the pandemic. Four organisations, which we're really thrilled about in Torbay, were successful um, in becoming delivery partners and and they are Rowcroft Hospice, Torbay Community Development Trust, Step One, and Digital Health Devon. And joining me in the studio is Simon Cully, who I'm delighted to be sitting alongside. Simon, if we just introduce, um, can you tell me a bit about the organisation that you belong to? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Simon Cully, and I work for Engaging Community Southwest. Um, we run a, a project which is called Digital Health Devon. And the reasoning behind that project and how it started is to show people, um, the public at home, how they can access different healthcare resources that are available to them so um, things like how to book appointments online how to order your prescriptions online and more recently in the light of covid how they can um, use the video consultations that are offered to them by their consultant thank you simon w when did you become successful and and that win the funding when when was that uh, we found out last summer actually um and we, uh, we were obviously delighted to be awarded the uh, the, the the funding there because we know that it can really benefit the community particularly in the light of COVID and the growing digital healthcare sector, it's really important to show people how that how that works and how they can use it and how they can access it and make the best use of it for themselves. So talking about the access, and you, you have touched upon that, what is it exactly you offer as part of that package? Well, we have a, a website, which is digitalhealthdevon.co.uk, and what we've done as part of the, the, the funding for this project is put together some, um, some modules, some guides, some how-to um, guides online, um, showing people how they can use the different software available to them, how they can use the, the video consultation software in particular. Um, there's video uh, capture uh, screenshots, there's step-by-step um, step -step guides. Um, we're also offering a, a live web chat service as well via this, 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 this funding and digital drop-in sessions, which pre-COVID we were doing face-to-face, uh, -face, but obviously in the light of COVID we had to do them virtually, um, which has been quite frustrating, but we're happy to say that in the coming months we're hoping to get back out there and, um, and actually meet people again in the community. So when you say information, you mentioned about prescriptions, mm -hmm. um, accessing your GP appointments. These are the kind of things that your service can help 
people with. Um, so just like my father, for example, um, he has now a tablet device and that has helped him greatly. Um, but he's still very anxious about accessing some of this information. And you help with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we would encourage people to do, um, hopefully face-to-face -face again in the, in, the, in the coming months, is bring their own devices to the drop-in sessions that we're running, uh, which will be done in hospitals, in waiting rooms, in communal areas, and hopefully some other select community venues as well. Um, and once you've got somebody in the room with the device that they use, it's so much easier to show them how it works um, and encourage them to, to, to make the best use of it out of themselves. And, yeah, that is, that is the, the main sort of level of support we would offer, yeah. And who attends, just so we're really clear? Um, have you got a wider range of people yeah, that are turning off to support? Very wide range, actually. Um, it's mainly members of the public. Uh, may, and in the when we were doing face-to-face drop-in sessions, um, it was mainly sort of older members of, of the public, should we say? But that isn't to say that there was younger people there as well who have been offered sort of video consultations or want to be able to, to order their meds online and just not quite sure how that works. So they just want a little bit of, um, uh, of guidance, really, just a bit of advice and guidance on, on how that works because you can hit certain stumbling blocks early on in the process of registration which can put you off all things sort of digital. Um, and we want to avoid that and just get people just, just using these things more and more because once you've got the once you've got them in you starting to use services it opens up a whole world of opportunities possibilities for people and it's important possibly and please correct me that actually people are aware of health information because it can be scary we hear about self-diagnosis and, and things like that so you've already mentioned trust being a key word so are there sources of information you draw upon and part of your service is helping people not self-diagnose, is, is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in this di new digital age, there's there's so many places people can find information or indeed misinformation online uh, via uh, search engines. Various search engines are available. Um, and what we do is we've got some some um, uh, links on our website on Digital Health Devon, which takes people to trusted sources of information. So um, NHS sites, for example, um, other places where you can find information about specific services, um, specific conditions, sorry. Um, uh, to get the, be the best advice that you need. So, yeah, we would definitely do that. Because you're right about the, the information portals and you mentioned the NHS being a great source of information. If we just look at, you know, the NHS, um, you know, people, there's information on health conditions, symptoms, healthy living, medicines, and how to get help. And, and that's super important. Um, we're going to cut to a song, if that's okay, Paul. I'm just looking across at Paul at Torbay Hospital. It's fine. I can organise that. What did you want, Paul? You did tell me. Uh, Brandon Flowers, Only the Young. Let's see what we can do. Thank you very much. Look back in silence The cradle of your whole life There in the distance Losing its greatest prize Nothing is easy Nothing is sacred Why? Where did the bow break? 
Listening to Torbay Hospital Radio. Down in Studio One, uh, Paul Harding here. I'm joined with uh, by Paul Norrish and Simon Cully. They're having a, a chat, telling us all about what Simon does. So, uh, Paul. Yeah, um, I'm Paul. Uh, talking to Simon about digital health, Devon. Welcome back. Um, in the first part of the show, um, Simon was telling us about who uh, they access, who accesses the information, and how they can be supported. I think it sounds pretty unique. Simon, this service that is happening here, uh, is it? Well, um, there are so, uh, other local sport organisations that offer similar help with the in the community. So things like helping with your physical device, or uh, or helping access different types of services. But we, we we're probably one of the only ones that shows people exactly how they can do things related to their healthcare. So things like self referral services, um, and how to book appointments and order prescriptions and use the video consultation software as well. So yeah, we're quite we're quite proud of it. Thank you. Uh, when people have attended, they're feeding back their experiences. Um, what are they telling you? Uh, so far, with the drop-in sessions that we that we have conducted, feedback's been been positive about the service we're offering, but about the services they they're using. Again, it's just the tiny little stumbling blocks that are stopping people from from accessing the uh, the, the tools they need further afield. So whether there's a, there's a problem with the registration form, or there's a problem with emails, or there's 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 very little problems that, that people hit, and it just stops them from doing things that they would want to do. That, uh, uh, 
again with their, their laptop or devices. So one particular story that comes to it mind. It sounds like you've got a funny story yes, in there, yes, and I've you're going to share it, so this is great. It, that's okay. <laughs> um, so one particular story that comes to mind is, is, is a, a, an elderly lady came to a drop-in session that we were conducting in Paynton, um, uh, pre-COVID this is, um, uh, with her laptop, and she was having some troubles with the laptop, and it wasn't necessarily to do with, with healthcare, but she couldn't access some of her emails, um, and it was emails that had attachments she couldn't access. Um, and I had a look at it for her, and it just turned out that her security settings were just set so high that it wasn't allowing any emails that had attachments to be viewed. So with her permission, of course, um, I changed the settings for her so to allow her to access these emails, and then I um, left her to, to view her emails while I went to help somebody else at the drop-in session. Um, and then all of a sudden there was a scream from the corner of the room, and, and I looked up and this lady was in tears, and I thought, oh no, what have I done? And I went over to check she was okay, and um, and she said, I'm absolutely fine. I've just managed to see my, uh, my great-grandson over in New Zealand for the first time with a picture on her emails. Um, and it was it was obviously a lovely moment, but it's it's that added value that you get from showing people how to do the simplest things. Um, since then, um, she came to a drop-in session a few weeks later to so thank thank me in, um, in, in in person again, and said that she's been able to access a load more um, emails and and different things because of those setting changes. And it's just opened up a whole world of possibilities for her. And um, and you know, hopefully, it's, it's it's made a real difference to her. And it's really nice that you took that time out to help that lady access. You do realise, Simon, every drop-in session you now run, <laughs> people have been bringing along their devices. Thinking about confidence building, you must have people come to you that, that want to access health information. They want to uh, order their prescriptions online. They need to make contact with their GP. If someone has no experience, but they do have a device, that's that's what you're about, helping build their confidence to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the, the services that people are offered for, by, via their GP practice and, and hospital and any other healthcare setting are meant to be um, easily accessible for the public. So if it's not working for them, then um, absolutely we can show people um, the, the ways that they can access it because it should be working for them. You shouldn't have to be a um, uh, you know, digital expert to be able to use services that are available for the general public. Um, and I've, I've found with some of our drop-in sessions that once we've got people around the initial sort of registration process, you know, if getting them to, to learn how to literally do something simple like um, uh, click a box and add their details, once they get around that and they start using those different internet and online techniques, um, it, 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 you can see the confidence building in them um, and you can also see the willingness to want to find out more. So it's not just a healthcare sort of um, services that people can access, it's, it's anything else further afield and it just, it's, it, you can see it really enriching them and, um, and, and making an impact and that's, that's what this project's all about, it's making a difference to people's lives on a day-to-day -day basis. For us it's great to see that COVID in the community is receding it means that you know it's still there it's still prevalent we, we must be aware um but actually we can get outdoors again and we can meet in groups and that's so covid thinking about it at the time of your project launching it must have been challenging for you Absolutely, absolutely. Um, very frustrating, to be honest, because we see the most impact in our project when we're actually speaking to people face-to-face, -face, when they're bringing their device, when we can see what they're seeing, um, you know, because we can, we can actually make the changes, the little changes that need to happen then. And, um, and with COVID, we weren't able to do that anymore. Um, and we're so excited at the possibility of, of going back out there in the community in the next couple of months and actually meeting people again, because that's where we found the most difference. Um, we did still offer a level of support during COVID, so... 
people were still able to, to, to email us, to do the live web chat service, to do virtual drop-in sessions via things like Zoom and Teams, but therein lies the frustration of um, trying to show people who don't necessarily um, know how to use digital services um, how to use them but via a digital way. Um, it was very frustrating, so we're so excited to get back out in the community. In so face-to-face -face sessions are back on now? They will be. They will be in the coming months. We're obviously being led um, by the by hospital staff uh, and COVID protocol around yeah. where we can do things and, and, and um, what sort of level of service we can we can offer. But I would encourage people to watch our, our, our website in the coming months. We're also going to be putting um, advertising dropping sessions on hospital screens um, around the hospitals as well. So keep an eye on them, keep an eye on our website, and we will um, let everybody know when the first drop-in sessions are launched so that hopefully we'll see some people there. Now, before we leave and close today's programme, we're going to run through your address so people know exactly where they can look, and I know Paul's going to include the links so they can come through. I noticed on your website that you have a volunteering uh, programme, um, Digital Health Champions. Can you tell us about the volunteers who's involved? Yes, well, um, obviously pre-COVID, um, if there ever was a time, um, we did have uh, a lot of volunteers on our volunteer bank. So we did actually have a partnership with uh, Plymouth University. So we used a lot of their healthcare students who had to go out into the community as part of their course to fulfill some of their module requirements. Um, and they were leading on some digital drop-in sessions in the community for us. And they were absolutely fantastic. Obviously, COVID has impacted on that. Um, so we've got a smaller cohort of volunteers now who have been helping us with the virtual drop-in sessions um, who are very keen to get out into the community again and help us into the face-to-face -face sessions in the coming months. Um, uh, but we would love some more. So they're our digital health dev and champions. Um, so they go online, they take some of our online courses via our website, which is www.digitalhealthdevon.co.uk. Um, and once they've completed a few modules, uh, we give them a little bit of extra tra training to go out into the community and show people how to use our website, how to use the services. Um, and it's so nice to see members of the public helping members of the public. Uh, I think it makes a real difference to have real people showing real people how that works. So if anybody is interested in volunteering as part of the project, please do get in touch. And we do know, by talking to other charities ourselves, you know, where volunteers were um, all part of that makeup. When COVID hit, actually they have seen a reduction. So I think the community with this reopening need to understand that these opportunities are available. Always looks good on the CV, especially yours, the sales of digital health champion yes um, that's fantastic just to go over the address again you are www.digitalhealthdevon that's all one word dot co dot uk yes and people can also email us at uh, info at digitalhealthdevon dot co dot uk um, and we do actually have a free phone for anybody wanting to find out more about the project as well which is 08000 520 029 Okay, so I can feel everyone's going to be reaching for their pen. So if I can just ask you to repeat the email address again for people now that they've got their pen. Yeah, no worries. That's info at digitalhealthdevon.co.uk or they can call us free on 08000 520 Thank you very much. Uh, this is the end of the programme. My name's Paul Norris from uh, Torbay and South Devon Charitable Funds, smallest charity in, um, in the LHS. I'm joined by Simon Cully and thanks to Torbay Hospital and Radio and Paul Harding. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very, very much, both of you coming in. And uh, say this show will be available as a podcast and on a catch-up again service. Uh, if you go to the Hospital Radio website, you can find that. But thank you both for coming in. The Riviera Sound of Hospital Radio for Torbay with the best in music and conversation.